You're at the right place. Right place. At the right time. You found the number one podcast. Number one podcast. That entertains that space between your ears. We invite you to relax, pull up a chair, and get ready to take a trip through the vacation kingdom of the world. Have an idea? Question? Want to share your experiences on the show? Contact Mousecapades Podcast anytime. Email them at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Text them at 407-674-0414. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Listen on iTunes, Podcast Addict, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. So, grab your magic band. And your Mickey ears, because it's time for another episode of the Mouth Capades Podcast. This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves. Mousecapades. We are both elementary school teachers. Be brave men and women's field. I want to be the guy that walks backwards on the on the uh, at the haunted mansion when you get on your ride. I remember I had a Mickey Mouse telephone in my bedroom when I was little. Welcome back to the Mousecapades Podcast, everybody. In case you're wondering right now, who is this guy on my radio? Well, it's Dave. I'm back. It's been a while since I talked to you all, but I am back, and I am joined with the original host, Nick. And Nick has got some cool stuff to look at right now. Nick, what you got? Dude, check this out. This is awesome. This came from one of our listeners, Tim. Tim, and I thank you. What is this? Man, Those you got some <laughs> sweet Mickey ears is what you have, so... These got Mickey ears, listeners, that have the 45th anniversary logo on the front of them. Yeah, and it's pretty slick. I mean, if you look at the look, look at the detail in this, I mean, you have you have Splash Mountain, you have the Haunted Mansion, you have uh, Space Mountain, and, it, and Cinderella's Castle, and like retro Mickey, you know, like yeah. old retro Mickey, and says yeah. 45th anniversary. But check this out. I'm saving the best for last. If you turn it around. No way. Check it out. Man, and they, they got these for you? Mousecapades, man. They actually had it embroidered. So it's embroidered mousecapades on the back of the ears. So I want a picture of you in those ears <laughs> at the next trip that you take. But he also he hooked me up with the Food and Wine Festival, uh, or the Food and Wine uh, Passport. You can see you can flip it through. I'm flipping through right now with all oh, the yeah, stickers and nice. decals. Uh, pretty neat. And also in this bag, if I pull it out, you see that there is a stack of napkins. I still don't know the story <laughs> behind these stack of napkins. People collect these napkins, though. I, I thanked our listener, Tim. I said, hey, man, thank you so much for these ears. And uh, it was really cool, something special. And I flipped them around. It said Mousecapades on it. That's pretty Really sweet. cool. And uh, he said, I noticed he didn't thank me for the napkins. Yeah, so and, Tim, uh, Tim, that's why I came back, actually. I've been gone for the show for a while. I was just wondering, where's my ears at, buddy? Where are my ears? Oh, well, then you're not going to like this. He also gave me Dole Whip. What? <laughs> no, he did not bring a Dole Whip back. Oh, yeah. I had like a gallon of Dole Whip. You're kidding. No, I ate it with the Black Band. What, do they sell that? Huh? They sell it for you to package and take away? You know, Vicky... Well, he bought on Amazon, I believe. You know Vicky Black? Mm-hmm. So the Blacks and I, we went to uh, Branson. Right. Did a Big Cedar Lodge. Yeah. And like the second night we were there, we mixed it with some... Uh, we had like a swirl, like vanilla. Yeah. You know, you can get the vanilla swirl kind. Right. And it... Oh my gosh, it was awesome. I did not know they it sold that outside so, of parks. It was so good. You can get it on Amazon. So... 
our listener Tim hooked me up with some of that stuff. He hooked me up with uh, the Mousecapade ears, the 45th anniversary uh, Mickey ears from the park from Walt Disney World, and a Food and Wine Festival passport. And we also have the stack of napkins. I have no idea what it's about. Apparently, they have a story behind them. He said something similar to your story when you had to clean the tables at the resort that you stayed at. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> well, this past summer. So, we will find out. We shall see. But you are probably wondering, what is Dave doing here? I promised you Dave was going to come back with some historical segment, and, and this is not it. Yes, this is it. I hate to break it to you folks, but this is not it. So I'm still working on it. Uh, my daughter, Mia, I made her promise me that she would do the historical uh, ride episode with me. So she's back in school, and uh, actually she's super busy right now due to what we're going to talk about this afternoon. So And you want to bring up, you just came back. We, we talked about this in our last episode, actually. You went off to Universal. Yeah, so uh, we surprised my daughter. My daughter's 12, and she is obsessed with Harry Potter. So I just thought it was a sin not to take her to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So we we went to the dark side, and we... Uh, we planned, my wife and I planned out a surprise universal trip for both my kids. My son is uh, about three and a half. And so we didn't, it? yeah, so we didn't tell Mia, my daughter, that we were going until the morning that we left. So we had an eight o'clock in the morning flight. What we did was we set all of our clocks two hours in advance. So she thought it was 6 a.m. when she wakes up for school in the morning. And I rigged up a whole system into my kitchen with pulleys that I could stand in the living room with some fishing line and drop an owl with a Hogwarts acceptance letter right down next to her as she ate breakfast in the morning. So I've got some pretty sweet video. Uh, we might actually attach it in the show notes if you oh, want to see it. that'd be nice. Um, but we had a blast. We spent three days at Universal Studios most, and uh, Islands of Adventure are their two parks. And... Um, Mia had a blast, like she was in heaven the whole time, but I have, uh, you know, being the Disney guy that I am, <clears throat> I was constantly, like, comparing everything that Universal does to uh, what we do at Di- what they do at Disney, can, so... Can I stop you for a second? Yeah, yeah. We know you're from Missouri, you know why? Why is that? In, excuse me, we know you're from Missouri, you Missouri? know why? Don't say Missouri. You said, well, you just said fishing. Oh, fishing, yeah. <laughs> where's, the, where's the G? Where's the ing at the end? Because we're from the country. Oh, okay. So we had fishing line, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we had a blast at Universal. So uh, you're going to hear me say some things today. the The topic of our show is the many reasons that Disney is better than Universal. Boosh. Yeah. Take so that. that is the official title, and you're going to hear me say some things about Universal today that might not be so nice. Uh, but just know that we had a blast. If you have small kids, it's not the best place to go because they have a lot of thrill rides. Although my son's three and a half, and he really enjoyed the uh, Camp Jurassic playground and the Curious George playground uh, were his two favorites. So, so the Magic Kingdom, well, Disney World, right? For me, it's all. I've, you've heard me say this before. It's all about the atmosphere, the ambiance. It's yeah. not about the rides. For Universal, is it the complete opposite? Yeah. Is it really about the rides, or is it a good blend of both? Uh, it's more rides there. The only area that really is about the atmosphere is the Harry Potter Wizarding World. Okay. I mean, there's they have a Wizarding World of Harry Potter at each of their two parks, and both of them are themed exactly like the movies. Don't I they mean, have... they look just like the movies. Really? Yeah. Did you get to ride the train? Yep. The train nice. connects the two. And you, is and it a true lo- is it a tr- true steam? Train? Yeah, yeah, it's a steam-powered yes. train. However, this actually, I might not be right about that because I was wondering about this. 
there it's driven by a cable, so I guess it's oh, not steam powered. No. It has steam that comes off of it, so I know that there's a device on there that creates the steam. But it, I was shocked to see. I bet that you it, for safety reasons. It's all driven by a cable. You know, like yeah. the San Francisco yeah. cable cars. Yeah. And the cable is hidden underneath the tracks. So yeah. You can't see it. Well, so oh geez, little guys, well, don't they have Springfield? Yeah. Simpsons? So they have. They, okay, is so, that more of the atmosphere too, or? Yeah, I mean they try, but it's just it's just not. You the can same. tell you're in a park, like at Disney. Right. You're in a certain area, and you really might not necessarily think you're still at a park. Right, and Disney does a great job of blocking Hiding. off the other places. So like you can't Main really Street see USA, it. you actually feel like you're being transformed in right. the early 1900s. Right. Whereas if I'm in Springfield, I can look across the little pond and I can see, you know, the superhero land that they have. Okay, so or so something they need to work on. There. Yeah, so they need to do a better job of blocking off and kind of uh, immersing you in the experience a little bit more. Create their own go, go away green color. Yeah, that's what they need to do. Call it Go Away Brown. Our, go, away, go Away Brown? I don't know. Dirty Brown? <laughs> okay, so this is the episode of the many reasons why Disney is better than Universal. That's right. So as we went on this trip, like I said, we had three-day what we call hopper passes um, at Universal to both parks, which, by the way, is the only way that you can travel on the Hogwarts Express is if you get a hopper pass to go to both of the parks. Really? Yeah, because if you just have one park, you can't go. Okay, you know, got it. It makes sense that way, but that's an advantage to do it. You almost have to do their hopper passes. Um, so I have a lot of different reasons that I decided Disney is better than Universal, and it all starts off with advanced dining reservations and fast passes. Okay, so that's the number one thing that was a huge drawback for my family. You know, when we go on these Disney trips, we wait for those marks in time that yep. we can get online and we can book our reservations for dining. And we can book our fast passes. Well, at Universal, they don't have advanced dining for for anything. Okay. So we wanted to eat, you know, Mia really wanted to eat at the Three Broomsticks, which is the restaurant for Harry Potter. Well, you can book a package deal that includes, like, a breakfast reservation there. But first of all, we didn't, we didn't want breakfast there. But unless you book that, that certain package and pay extra... You can't just make a reservation at the Three Broomsticks. They don't have many places where they have sit-down reservations for their dining. Most of their dining is just quick service. So is it? So then I guess it's packed. Is it just like extremely packed, and it, does it take a long time? Or compared to the quick service at, at Disney World, how fast are they? They're slower. I mean, the the two we went to both of the Harry Potter restaurants. The Leaky Cauldron is one, and what you do is you stand in line, and then when you get to the front of the line. They send you to a register similar to what Disney right, does. They right, send you a right. register, and then they give you a number, and then you have to go see the host or hostess, which finds you a table, which was actually pretty nice um, because at Disney, you know, you're offending for yourself out there, and you've got to find all yes. the places. At these quick service, well, this is a little step up from quick service because they have a host or hostess that will take you to a spot and say, this is your spot, sit here, here's your number, and then they bring your food out to you. So it's like Wolfgang Puck over at, yeah, exactly. okay, over exactly. at Disney Springs. Yep. So they do that. However... You know, you can go there, and there could be a huge line, or we got really lucky with our dining. We got in within maybe five minutes of both places. So, uh, actually, at the Three Broomsticks, which apparently is super crowded all the time, we went there about an hour before park closed, uh, and they closed early because they had a Halloween thing going on. So they closed at 7, around 7 every night. We went there around 6, maybe 5.30, and the place was empty. I mean, I'm telling you, there were three people in the whole Three Broomsticks. It was crazy. So how's the food compared to Disney? It's about the same. I mean, it's, it is. It's, it's not the same. It, well, it's not the same as your sit-down dining. It's right. about the but same I'm, as I'm your. I'm talking quick, quick service. service. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking quick service. It's about the same. Uh, 
My wife had her first, uh, I guess, British food. She had bangers and mash, and it was good. I had a cottage pie. It was all right. I would, probably wouldn't get it again, but um, they have things that you don't usually and like. They do like you can go to many places there and get uh, chicken strips or burgers or pizza. So they have right. the same, you know, basic. But these restaurants, I expected a little bit more because it was a Harry Potter thing, and it wasn't just here, go get in line now, take this and eat it while you walk to your next attraction. It was a sit down and. Eat, eat this meal, they bring it to you. So it wasn't like, it didn't come in like a basket. It was on a plate and everything. So that's pretty neat. I mean, one thing about Disney that you have to be concerned about, you're right, you're, you're fending for yourself, especially the families that have five, ten kids, and they're just like, go get that table. Right. Go get those three tables. And they go and they, they slop their happy butts down, and you're like, really? You have like one dude sitting at that table, yeah. and it's a kid? And you can't you don't want to tell the kid to scram. Right. You know? But they're saving it for, like, three families. And that, that's always the worst at Cosmic Rays. Like, that just yeah. comes to mind oh, yeah. immediately. Oh, yeah. Cosmic so, Rays. well, then how's the theming of the restaurant? So I asked about quality of food. How's the theming? Perfect. I mean, it looks just like the Three Broomsticks. So you feel like, like you're, So compared yeah. to Disney, do you think it's a little bit better or about the same? Well, see, those are new. So I think they're better than Disney. But if you go to any of Disney's newer, you know, Right, it's, too, it's probably the same. It's going to be about, it's about equal. Like, like Be Our Guest Restaurant. Right, yeah. I mean, okay. Be Our Guest is, is themed just as good as either of the two restaurants in Harry Potter and okay. the Wizarding World. So you can't do advanced dining reservations. You And then they have a fast pass system, but none of it's free. So in order to get a fast pass system, which they call uh, Express Pass is what they call it, and they, I think they have different levels of Express Passes. So the most basic level of Express Pass is you get to ride each ride that you want one time, and it's $40 a person for a day. Good lord. So for 40 bucks, you can get a limited amount of express passes. I don't even think that you can get on all of their fast pass or express pass attractions. You get I don't it's a number. I want to say like 4 or something like that. Okay. So for if you break it down, if the number really is 4 and I don't quote me listeners, but if the number's 4, that's 10 extra bucks a ride right. just to so avoid that's the one line, tier what's the, the next tier so then the next tier is unlimited okay. express passes so in two a day tiers. right well, no there's more oh. unlimited express passes in a day at one park and mm. then you've got the next level up is unlimited at both parks is that 100 bucks uh it's over 100 i think so you you brought up you brought up something else you brought up money so right. you brought up a dollar sign here um, so we talked about getting back to the food. I'm sorry, because yeah. you know I'm all about the food. Yeah. The theming, the taste. What about money? Is the, how It's much about the same. Okay. I, you know, the, the four of us, because uh, my son got a meal that it was a kid's meal. And so I got one of the, they brew their own beer. So I had to try beer. Really? Yeah. And my brother got, on uh, my, <laughs> my brother. Disney should do that. Yeah. I, I don't drink at all. You know me. I don't, yeah. I don't drink alcohol at all. But I think that would be really unique and cool. Yeah. Do it at Epcot. So, yeah, I mean... They're they, at the American Pavilion. Well, the Ep- Epcot brings in several different beers, but they don't brew their own. They should. That I'm aware of, anyway. Yeah. Um, they but, can call it colonial whatever. But they could do one for every land if they want it, you know? So, like, um, the beer that Universal brews at, at the Wizarding World is... Uh, they have they have like a, they have like a dragon ale. Do they and, have duck beer? No. And, 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 oh yo yo, uh, they might. I don't I'll know. Go, I it's just, silly if they don't. I'm they sure have they got to. They have they all the char- like they have yeah, they all the have, characters around Moe's Tavern. They have duck beer. They and they have the they have the donut. I bet shop, they do. Right? I didn't I didn't actually go in there, uh, but they do have those places, and I saw many signs Moe's. that had duck beer. <laughs> I go yeah. into Moe's and have one. I don't even drink, but that'd be cool. <laughs> all right, but well, so the so the family for us to eat at the Leaky Cauldron four meals, a beer, and a butter beer was 62 bucks. 
Okay. So, I mean, if you're comparing it to sit-down, it's probably cheaper. If you're comparing it to quick service, it's more expensive. All right, so that covers fast pass and advanced dining reservations. One of the one of the other big things, the next big thing I want to talk about is signage at Universal. I mean, when you go to Disney, the signage at Disney, you always know where you're going to go. I mean, right. it's it's really clear where everything is at Disney. At Universal, for instance, at Universal, we have a stroller and we are walking out of the park, and there's like ten gates for you to walk out, and um, on each end, there is a place for a stroller or a wheelchair or whatever to go. So we're walking out, and it's a ton of people walking out. My wife has a stroller, and she's walking towards the handicap access or whatever it's called. And we get all the way up there to the gate before we hear this lady all the way across on the other side screaming at us, like two feet away from this gate, mobs of people coming at us. Wheelchairs and strollers are over here. And it's like... Where was somebody to tell us this stuff? And there was there a sign though at that entrance? There was a sign on each end that said wheelchair accessible or whatever the oh, whatever the signage. Really? Was. But one but the one on that side was locked for some reason. So we had to fight this crowd and go all oh, the way the back reverse through, traffic. Yeah, yeah. To go all the way to the other side just so the lady could let us out with the stroller. So there's one example of that. And then the other example is this. And this really kinda of ticked me off. So at Universal and there are some rides, and not all, but there are some rides, and enough to mention that you can't have anything on your body to ride the ride. So, for instance, they have two roller, like a double roller coaster called the Dragon Challenge, and so you can go blue or you can go red, and they're supposed to simulate two dragons from uh, Harry Potter Four, the dra- where they had the Dragon yeah, Challenge. Yeah. Okay, so literally, you have to go through metal detectors before you go on this ride, and you can't have anything on you, nothing. So. I enter the ride, and you know those queues, are, they're huge, so I go in, and I go probably... Did you go the left or the right? Well, the first time I went to the right, but as I'm going you through... You broke your number one rule, dude. I know. Well, I thought it was a different park, so I just do the opposite. Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> uh, so I go in, I, I mean, I'm, I go in probably a good two, three hundred yards, and I'm waiting in line, I'm waiting in line, I'm waiting in line, and when I get up to the metal detectors, and whoop, my cell phone's in my pocket. So I'm like... Okay. What do you do with your cell right. phone? So, well, so they have lockers for you to put your stuff in. But it costs money. No, actually, it, it doesn't as long as it, I think it's like 40 minutes is free. So okay. you can put your stuff in a locker and forty minutes. if you're in 40 minutes, you get it back free. Otherwise, it costs money. But anyway, the, the point is I walked all the way through this line. I waited in the line before I all got, I got all the way up to the metal detectors before someone actually said, you can't have anything on this ride. Go put your stuff and in a locker. And there was no signs. None. None. N- none. Not even inside the line? No. Or outside? Nothing. So the next day we went back, and I did see a cast member, or whatever they call them, uh, standing at the entrance. They're not worthy to be called cast members. Yeah. I, they're standing at the entrance, and they're like, uh, use the lockers if you have anything on, cell phones, whatever. But like in the meantime, they were just talking to their buddy next to them, and all these people are flowing through. And you should have seen the people they were turning away. Because they had cell phones or bags or something. Who doesn't have a cell phone? Everyone has right, a cell phone. Right, right. My, my, my five-year-old boy has a cell phone. And so every one of those people would go through the metal detectors, beep, all right, and then you had to go. So you go put your stuff in a locker, and then you actually you do get to come back to the metal detectors. You don't have to wait through the line again, thank God. But so they, I did that at that drive. Well, another one is the Hulk roller coaster. Yeah. Well, at the first one that I just talked about, they have thumbprint technology. Yeah. So you put your stuff in a locker, put your thumbprint on there. Remember, I'm going to come back, put your thumb, put your finger on it, 
you get your stuff back, right? Right. So I get to the Hulk. Same thing happens to me because no one mentioned at the beginning about cell phones. So I get all the way up there, and they turn me away. So I go to the locker and put my phone in the locker, close it up. Well, it turns out on that particular set of lockers, it's not a thumbprint. It's a ticket. And guess where my ticket is? Inside your fold of the cell phone. In the locker. So here I am, stuck with my phone in the locker, and no way to get it out because I have my. They have to scan my ticket, which is in the damn locker. Oh my god. Oh, dude, it was a fiasco. So, so how did you get it out? Well, I had to go talk to an attendant who was overcrowded with like eight people because they did the same thing, and wait my turn to get my stuff out of my locker. Oh my gosh. It was a nightmare. That's crazy because I feel like I'd be doing the same thing because I everyone who doesn't have one of those. uh, wallet cell phone holders yeah, now. Yeah. You know, you're always putting something in it. I, it'd be really easy to do the exact same thing. It well, sounds like everyone did. Just in that time. And there's no signs. And a sign could alleviate that. Well, and the funny thing, like at the, at the Wizarding World, it was thumbprint, you know? At, right. And at this so place, there's no consistency. No. So I'm like, okay, so in the time that I was sitting there with the attendant trying to wait my turn, three other people did the did same, the same thing. thing. And right. then they got this 15-year-old kid that's like checking IDs of the stuff that's inside the locker. I thought, man. Somebody could stand here and make a fortune just saying, yep, yep. that's my stuff in Locker 125. Yep. Let's go get it. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Yep. Anyway, so speaking of tickets, I was shocked to see this, Nick. You, They have paper tickets still at Universal. What? Get out. Seriously? So they they use paper tickets really? for everything. Yeah. And, yeah. and so well, I... Well, well, in their defense, Disneyland just got away from that too. I just thought you it know? was strange. Like, to, they're missing out. First of all, they're missing out on a big thing with the Magic Bands and making a ton of money. Right. But it's just, there's, they're just, Which, stu- it seems like for a new park, like, and a lot of the stuff they have there is newer, and it just seems like they would be more technologically te- advanced. That technology isn't, isn't solely Disney's. That technology actually came out of Missouri. That's just know? RF technology, yeah, right? Yeah, but, but that same system they use uh-huh. was created in Missouri to monitor the flood stage, uh, the, the water stage of the oh, flood really? areas in the state of Missouri. That same technology spawned. All this other stuff that really? Disney uses. No, yeah. I didn't know yeah, that. It's there in Jefferson City. Uh, there, at, uh, it's like their emergency headquarters facility. So, and they—that's what they—they're claim to fame is. Hey, really? we spawned the technology for Disney to go ahead and do this. You know, they contacted us uh, to create this system. Blah blah blah. <laughs> How would they do it? So, anywho. So yeah, so I couldn't believe that they didn't have anything but paper tickets. So when we picked our tickets up, were they at least look cool, like like they're on papyrus or something? If no, you, were in you remember or... the the Disneyland tickets we had a while back? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the same exact thing. So like they, uh, so they have like a perforated edge on the so side. Sounds like Ticketmaster. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was shocked, but so the concierge we picked our tickets up from, the guy was like, "Take a picture of these on your cell phone." That way, if you lose them, we at least know how to replace them. Because I guess if you lose a oh. ticket, it doesn't get replaced. So I just thought that was strange that they haven't gone paperless yet. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about on our list, and, and believe me, listeners, there's many. I don't. I think Nick will probably cut me off before I talk about it. But the biggest thing for me was you just want to jump right to the biggest thing. Well, all right, I'll save it. I'll let's, save let's it. Just, just, just don't devote so much time to every single. Week. All right, man. So I'll go faster. All right. So. The, this was kind of a bother for my son because my son's three and a half, and like I mentioned earlier, Universal is huge on on thrill rides, but there's not a ton for little kids to do. So they don't have their own kiddie section. Uh, they have a Dr. Seuss Land called Dr. Seuss Landing, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it for the little kids. They have, I mean, they have barn, they have some kind of Barney show, but I I refuse to make my let my kids sit through Barney. People still watch that? I guess. I guess. Uh, and they have, like I said, they have. Do so they actually have Barney walking around? Yes, they have a character. <laughs> they Barney. have the actual Barney mm-hmm. outfit. Yeah, 
So they have a they have a Barney show, and then like I said, they have a couple of Playlands, but they don't have many rides at all. Uh, I was I was really wishing that he would grow because you have to be 40 inches tall to be on that's some tall, of these rides. Like that's yeah. uh, he's he's a half inch away. Yeah, and it didn't matter if he was 40 or not yeah, because he, the ones that he could ride, he didn't want to well, ride. See, them that's anyway. why I asked. Are you like I was like really? He's only three and a half because you have a tall boy. Yeah, like your kiddo's tall just like you. He's 39. And, in 39 and a half. And I, I begged Trish. I was like, please, let's get them some shoes that have thick soles or something. Yeah. And she's like, no, they have to. They make those safety regulations for a reason, so we can't do that. And I was oh, like, oh, you're kidding. Well, it turns out it's fine. Plus or minus 10 inches. Come on, Trish. It's just, it's fine because like there were several rides that he could get on that right. he was petrified. Like, we made him do this one. E.T. It's like the lamest yeah, ride yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So you get on this. You get on this thing that looks like a bike. And Bicycle, yeah. And you go through, and it's it's really... Is like, it like is it like the... Peter Pan ride in flight, put you yeah, on the bike. Yeah, it's so. I mean, it's so lame. Okay. I mean, it's cool if you like ET, but and he was like, he was scared. He was scared of it. He was scared. So I was like, man, it's a good thing he couldn't ride any of these other rides because I was really wanting him to get on the Spider-Man ride, and yeah. he would have been scared to death. Um, so rides for all ages. Disney does a way better job of rides for all ages. Um, the overall appearance of the park. You talked about this a little bit earlier with me about how they need to close off some of the parks so you can't yeah. see, so you can be a little more immersed in the Simpsons land or yeah, in yeah. you know the only place that they really do a job of that is at the Wizarding World. See Disney, you feel like you're in a bubble, yep, and in a land in your own fantasy land. It sounds like to me that Universal, you feel like you're at a theme park. Yeah, it is. See it's, Disney, it's it's technically a theme park, but in my heart, it's not. You know, yeah. you're, you're you in just a land. wish more. <laughs> no, no, well, you know what I mean, dude. Right. You're in that Disney bubble. Right. You know, you're you're in Adventureland when you're in Adventureland. You're in Frontierland. It's it sounds like it's way different. Yeah, it is. It's you know we've been talking about Six Flags, and I hate to even mention it. But I hate Six on Flags, a scale dude. of we, Six Flags being like a three and Disney being like a ten, I'd say Universal's probably like a six. So listeners, we have one. What would you say? It's about twenty half mi- hour. Twenty miles from yeah, us. Yeah, it's about a half hour from here. Okay, so it's about thirty minutes from where we sit right now. Is the Six Flags over Mid America? And honestly, Dave, I can actually tell you, probably, I am probably telling you the honest to God truth, I've been there less than 10 times in my life. We, you know, because we get, I hate it. And, I hate that part. And for those of you that don't know, teachers have a program that they can get with their students where teachers get yep. a free ticket. Yep. Free ticket to Six Flags. I give mine away every year. I think I probably the last three years I haven't used didn't mine. I give you, didn't I give you? You may have. I gave you mine the last couple of years. You didn't even use it? Seriously? No, because we don't have the time to do it, and, and whenever we do mention it, yeah. Mia's like, eh, I don't really yeah. want to See, go. See, even the kids don't like it. It smells as dirty, yeah. it's nasty. Yeah, move on. So anyway, just the overall appearance of the place, it just, it just, it wasn't thrilling. You know, like there wasn't real ambiance all over the place. They have a couple of different lands, whatever. It wasn't that great. Um, so this one is going to get you, Nick, because this one's okay. right up your alley. So friendly staff. I have friendly yeah. staff written down as in, in yeah. my notes because do they have ni- nice friendly staff? They do not. Okay. Okay. So you always talk. Well, back in the day, you always talked about how Disney staff was just it's getting rougher and the college students and all that stuff. Well, and I'm not the only one that feels that way. Yeah, I am not the only one. Well, it might be changing all over. Maybe it used to be better at Universal, but Universal was not good. I already mentioned how the person at the front of the line that's supposed to be telling me to put my cell phone in a locker. Right. Was talking to their friend instead, you know, another employee. Yeah. So they're just chatting it up and not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Well, I took Max on the Carousel, which is okay. a carousel, yeah. right? And with all the Dr. Seuss characters are the are the horses. So I took Max on the Carousel, and I'm walking around, and we're getting them strapped in or whatever. And again, one of the employees is talking to another employee as they're checking everybody's harness or whatever as you go around, because you have to get a seatbelt on you. Mm-hmm. 
and he actually cursed right in front of us. I mean, we're at Dr. Seuss Landing riding the Kara Seussel, and this guy's telling a story, and he's cursing as he's telling this story to this kid. What do you say? Or to this other employee. What do you say, We said man? the S word. Kara Seussel. Yeah, something like that, <laughs> but without the Zs. <laughs> Dude, so, you know, Disney, Walt himself, always said the number one thing to his park was the, the friendly atmosphere, the friendly environment of his cast members, right? Yeah. They weren't called, I don't think they were called cast members then. It was later on. But uh, that's why I think Quick Trip, if you know what yeah. a Quick Trip is, listeners, that's why they do so well. Yep. Their customer service is above and beyond, by far, the best customer service than any other, and this is ridiculous, I'm comparing it, to any other gas station out there. <laughs> like, seriously. But that's why people will drive out of their way. And their toilets to... are so clean. <laughs> yeah. And they're, yeah, and they're clean. Stocked with teepee and everything. Yeah, they're clean. But it's the it's the friendly atmosphere. Right. I would rather go someplace where you're treated nicely. And they you know? know what your priority is because every time right. you go there, they're like, boop, 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 with the transaction, like, right. see you later. Right. That's why I harp on Disney right. the last few years because I see that going downhill. Yeah. Yeah, the friendliness. Well, I'm 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 happy that there's still a step above Universal, but uh, there I'm was sure there are quite a few quite a few flights above Universal. Yeah, and and you know that's a blanket statement. So there's you know, like there were several people that helped Mia out when her wand wasn't doing the interactive thing it was supposed to do. Mm. They'd come over, chatted up with her, whatever. Well, they but, had to at that point. Do, right. they, do they have a college program like Disney? I'm not sure. That's a good question. I'm not okay. sure. I bet they probably do with the amount of employees that they need. Right. Um, you know, just to kind of throw something out there earlier i was talking about fast passes one thing about staying on property at universal because they do now have three resorts in two of the three not even all of them in two of the three resorts fast passes are are complimentary okay to that so i was gonna i was moving that direction with with the staying on property thing because uh transportation was also an issue so mm-hmm. transportation within the parks um they do have a, a water taxi that goes from their on property uh, resorts. However, if you're staying at any of the resorts or any of the hotels or anything outside of Universal, and this is kind of, I guess, not so much a knock on Universal as it is the rest of the hotels, they have a shuttle service that it runs, and it's supposed to be pretty uh, reliable. We missed it every single time. So we walked from the hotel to the resort every single time. Oh, my gosh. Every man. time. So, you know, I say transportation, and, it, and that's really not on Universal because it's it's more of an outside entity, I guess. But Well, uh, they need to make it an inside entity. Right. To make it better. Right. Well, like, when we went to Disneyland, they still have a Sh- shuttle yep, yep. that goes to all those good neighbor hotels. Well, yep. I booked my package at the Holiday Inn Express through Universal. So that's like a good neighbor hotel, but... The shuttle just, it was not reliable, and it was not very frequent. Like, it's every 45 minutes or something like that. That's crazy. I mean, you got... You so, they the only have, so they probably only have one shuttle. It's yeah. not like Disney where they have 30 shuttles right. going to the same spot within the, within that 30 minutes. And granted, I mean, they don't have the property that Disney has, but still, amp it up a little bit, Universal. You know, I don't have to, I shouldn't have to walk a mile to and from when you offer and you you know you advertise this complimentary shuttle service right so anyway transportation and then the other part of transportation is transportation to and from the airport i mean it's ridiculous that they don't offer any transportation options to and from the airport for universal versus like the magical oh express my gosh. with disney that, i mean the magical express is so amazing like people out there probably are like man i hate you know, i hate the magical express i'll get uber or whatever but I mean, oh, that's a, no, you, you can watch cartoons while you're on the Magical Express. And it's and free. seats, yeah. I mean, it's free, and it it, it doesn't come like every 20 minutes either. Don't get me wrong, but they're offering you a free ride from the airport to Disney, which if you take a cab, 
it's 60 bucks. Right. It, you know, 60 bucks minimum, more like 75. So you either have the option of paying that to and from or renting a car. Now, or sometimes, and sometimes with Magical Express, you get a treat. Yeah. Like my parents that took it, when they when they went out there a couple times, they took the Magical Express. They were offered like a snack. Yeah. Like free. And you know what? Universal, nothing. They, they have nothing. They have nothing. So luckily for me, my cousin lives, you know Doug Lando. Yeah. He lives in Orlando. Which I would love to get him back on. We'll try. We'll try. Uh, he picked us up, took us down to where we needed to go so for Universal. Your, he was your Magical Express. He was my Magical Express. <laughs> but it turns out he's only one way because on the way back, uh, he had business to do and we didn't want to bother him. So we took a taxi. Right. And it cost me 55 bucks. Waterworks? It was, Dude, it was great because we, I just called the front desk of the hotel and said, give me a taxi. And it, it was a, literally a Lincoln Town Car with a chauffeur that had like the chauffeur hat and everything. And it was just a taxi, but it was like, we were VIP. The Lincoln lawyer. Link, it, was a, it, was, it was just some dude on his lunch break that needed to make an extra 50 bucks. <laughs> right. He wasn't even a licensed taxi guy. It was like the, it was like the front desk receptionist well, cousin. He, whoever he was, he was great. He got us there, man. I gave him a tip. So, Anyway, uh, yeah, the, the transportation for Universal in the parks, out of the parks, to the airport, just not, okay. not up to par. And so, I mean, uh, the last thing that I want to talk about here is the, uh, the, we talked about dining a little bit earlier, but there just are no character experiences for any of the dining. Oh, I didn't even and think so, about that. Just for dining? Yeah. Okay, so, you know, so they're out there, they're walking around. Yeah. So Are they as, as present as the other characters over at Disney? Uh, no. Well, you know, the, no, they, because they, have, they all have their different little spots that they're stationed at. And photo opportunities. Right. Are they there? The, like photo people? Yeah, they're walking there. Walking around? Like walking around? Oh, you know what? I don't even have that on my list. They're photo pass. It's uh, it's not as good. There's okay. only like, there were only like two two or three rides that we even went on that had the photo pass on ride. Okay, but I'm talking like just walking around the park. No, they don't have people just walking around the park to mm. take your picture. They do have them at the characters um, because we got our picture taken with Transformers twice. Yeah, and I there saw was that. there was the official person there doing the pictures, and they sell them right there on the spot to you if you want. Um, so they do have a photo person with each character location, but they don't have just like, hey, there's Mickey walking down the street, you know, going to his location. But these people just they come out, that's their location. Ten years from now, you'll go back, and that'll be the same place Transformers will be putting on their character spot. Oh, or so, so they don't change it up, right? So character, so. So as far as dining goes, right. you know one of my big things is if we're going to go and we're going to meet characters, you got to book those characters yes. in a dining experience, yes. preferably before the parks open, yes. so that you can get in early, get that character experience, and not miss out on park time. Yep. Nothing like that. Okay. So you had, um, like I mentioned earlier, you could book that reservation at the Three Broomsticks for breakfast, and I think there was a photo op that was with a couple of the characters that dressed up. You know, not like. Obviously, you're not going to get, like, Harry Potter or... But do they have Harry Potter walking Mm -mm. around? No, they don't. They don't. Uh, So... What is wrong? So you you have that chance, but it's really limited. Like, that's the only character experience that I even heard about in any of my research for Universal. The rest of them were just, hey, show up in the park and wait in line for this character, and that's pretty much it. I wonder, you know, talking about their cast members or whatever they're called. I don't know what they're called. If you know what they're called... Text it to the show for yeah, us, 407-674-0414, or email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. I don't know what they're called, but I, I do follow this one person. He just left Disney. He was a cast member for a long time. Right. But then he also would put in pictures of when he was a, I, again, I'm just calling them cast members, over at Universal. He worked at both parks. Yeah. And I wonder, can you do that? 
Can you work at Disney and Universal at the same time? Yeah, they probably. I mean, whichever one you work at first probably has some sort of clause that says you can't work for the because other. Because this for individual a... would post pictures on his Instagram account really? with both. Yeah, because he was one. Of, he was the dude that would, uh, I guess, the T Rex handler for uh, for for Jurassic World yeah, or Jurassic yeah. Park. So they, yeah, they have an experience there where you. Can... Yeah. Okay. They, okay. He he took pictures of himself he, and he was the handler. Yeah. Uh, walking that thing around all the time. And then he had pictures of himself over at Disney World, as an ex- uh, yeah. Was it this at the same time, or just he like? Po- well, he posted them at the same time, and of course the hmm. weather, you know, down there in Orlando looks the same year right. round almost. So right. I couldn't really tell. There was no season in the background. I can't like, imagine change. him working at both parts but simultaneously. He didn't look any younger or older. Really. And he was posting them within like the same week of each other, like all the time. Maybe he's a spy. Now, now he, well, now he's posting pictures from Colorado. He left and he's he's moved, but. Yeah, so I followed him the last couple of years. He's a spy, and they sent him on but a secret trip. You, well, you keep you out keep to talking. Colorado. You keep talking. I'll uh, wrap this thing up. You keep talking, and I'll try to find him. That's funny. He's uh, a, he's working we'll on a top secret if, project oh, oh. for theme parks out in Colorado. By the way, real quick, while I have my cell phone up, um, our listener Tim, by the way, who got us the ears, yeah, or got me the ears, the same. Yeah, not phone. us, Tim. Right, Thanks right, a lot, yeah. buddy. <laughs> he uh, he sent us a tweet earlier uh, about three hours ago saying. Don't eat this at the Swan employee kitchen closed last week due to roach and fruit fly oh, infestation. Good job, Swan. Swan and Dolphin. Yeah, All and right. I wanted to go there. That was my next oh, resort that I really wanted to go to. Whoops. Yeah. So thank you, Tim, for the heads <laughs> yeah. up. So yeah, I like I said, I took notes as far as going to the enemy's property at Universal, and um, those were the things that I just really they really stuck out to me. You know, I didn't think about it too much, but we had some time to kill while we waited for our flight home, and I was like, so. Let's talk about, with my family, let's talk about the things that were not as good at Universal as they are at, at Disney. And those were the things that we came up with, you know, with our experience. So we, I do have to be fair and tell you this, though, Nick. There are two things that we thought of that Universal way better than Disney on. So the first one is motorized vehicles. And you and I have talked about motorized vehicles and, like, the, you know... I have a lot of empathy for people that have to use motorized vehicles, but there's a lot of people out there that don't have to, that just get Right, because because they're overly overweight. Right. So then we're standing in line 50 deep for this lot, for something, for, for instance, the bus, to take me back to my resort. And then here comes Homer on his uh, motorized scooter up to the front of the line, taking up 10 spaces, just so he can get on. So he doesn't have to wait in line, and he gets... So I know I'll probably get bashed for that, but... At Universal, there was not even close to as many motorized scooters as there are at Disney. And I don't know if it's just because Universal is more known as being a, like a thrill ride adventure park or what. But there were the, the motorized scooters were I, – I probably could count on one hand how many I saw the whole time I was there for four days. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was it was shocking. And, and even Mia brought it up. She was like, Dad, where are all the, where are all the wheelchairs at? And they, they weren't there. I mean, they were not there. So the guy, so I just found the guy's Instagram account. It's Sam underscore Jacobs. So there he is working with the Raptors, right? You see yeah. that? You see that? And then here I'll pull up a picture of him at Disney World. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to pull one up when he's working. There he is. And he's working at hey. Disney World, right? Yeah. In Cinderella's Castle. But then, just like a week later, he's with the Raptor. So, That's weird. I, I don't get it. You have to ask him. Huh. All right, so then, the last thing that I have that is one thing that Universal does that's way better than Disney is their child swap. 
So we went with Max. Like is this I said, sort of like wife swapping? or? Yeah, well, don't you wish. <laughs> He's, Max is three and a half, and like I said, he didn't ride hardly any of the rides at all. So Child swap? I'm interested. Great. What is this? Okay, you don't know. Okay, so you don't know ride swap? Oh, yes, yes. When you can go and your wife yeah. holds your holds place in line. Yes. Okay, understand. Wow, yes. buddy, get your mind out of the gutter. No, 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 no. <laughs> wife swap. Oh, well, that was a joke, but I didn't know what you meant really by the right. child swap. Really? It's the same, okay. it's the same program yeah. that they have at Disney World. Yes, yeah, so... Okay. I've never heard it as the child... I've never heard That's it as... That's what they call it. I didn't know. Okay. So, here's the difference, though. At You go to Disney World, you do the ride swap or child swap, whatever they call it, and so you go all the way up through the line, you get to the end, two of you get on the ride, and, and then the other person that's waiting with, with the kid that's not old enough, they just sit there. Like, they just sit there next to people that are going through this line yeah. and watch. Yeah. And then when the ride comes done, then you get on, and then the other person has to just sit there at the gate and wait for the... Well, at Universal, they actually have a room that you go into on these rides. So, like, the big Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey is their big ride at the castle, at Hogwarts Castle. So we go all the way through with Max. We go all the way in. We say we're doing child swap. They direct us to this room, and it's like a waiting room. Like, they have a whole waiting room for that kind of thing. And in this waiting room, they have, like, a changing table, all these benches for you to sit at. There, there may have been, been a couple of toys to play with over on the side. They got the Harry Potter movie playing on a big screen TV. That's, that's cool. I mean, so, like, I was like, okay, Trish, you go take me on this ride. I'll sit here with Max. And, like, they came back, and I was like, oh, damn, man, we got to go ride the ride now. Because I was hanging out in this waiting room, like, actually had a seat. It was just chilling. So I just, speaking of chilling, I just thought of something. Yeah. What was the temperature like when you were there? It's 80. Okay. High of 80, overcast, it was beautiful. So it was nice, it wasn't yeah. that bad. No. Was it humid? No, it was, it was perfect. I don't remember okay. sweating the whole time. Okay, so I was wondering, versus like Disney, you know, Disney, they pump out that AC as much as they can. Yeah. Even with the doors open to some buildings, that AC is like yeah. blowing on you hardcore. Is it the same way over mm, at uh, I didn't notice it. Universal? I didn't notice it as much. Because like, you can tell at Disney, they're going out of their way to make right. sure you're comfortable. If it was hotter, I'd probably be able to tell you that. Okay. But I don't, I, I don't know. But, man, these, I mean, we did the, we did Child Swap pretty much every ride. And every single time we were directed into a room mm-hmm. where we could sit down. If You know, if you had a baby, you could change mm-hmm. him on the chain. T- I think that's kind of weird to do that in was a room it, with was like, like a drawbridge. It went down. But you know, like yeah, don't you wish that'd be sweet. Universe, you need to do a little. on your baby. Could you do a little better job of theming your changing stations? Like the dragons come out, the mother of dragons. Please lay your baby down. Spider Man, they got a spider that comes down and just grabs a diaper and pulls it out for you. Please pull on the papyrus scroll for instructions. So, um. Hook us up with what are you working on next? When you come back on, what are you thinking about? What are you working on? Because I told the listeners you were you were working on something. I know, I know. So my thought is to do the Carousel of Progress because I love that okay. ride and it's such historical to Disney. Um, been thinking about it for a while and actually I've been I I was holding off on my research because one of the podcasts I listen to and I'll throw a shout out. Maybe one day you can have one of the guys on the show is called. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Hey, we don't mention on the podcast. It's huh? called Retro Disney. <laughs> so I listen to Retro Disney as a podcast. It's it's longer. It's more of a more historical stuff. So that's right up my alley. So I listen to Retro Disney podcast, and uh, I I found out recently that they were going to be doing their Carousel of Progress show, and so I was like, all right, well, man, these guys are going to tell me 
most of the information that I need to know probably and come back and just give you guys a quick recap and a, and a shorter version of the show. Um, so I love that show, and I'll probably be, I have to cite them as my source, but there's a couple other sources I've okay. been looking at too. Um, but I'm trying to get Mia to come on with me and do the Carousel Progress History Show. All right, so listeners, thanks again for listening. Thanks, Dave, by the way. Yeah, I appreciate man. You coming it's back. so nice it to was, be back in front of the microphone. So nice. I, this wee little microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Our Samson. Um, thank you so much, man. It's, dude, I, I can't tell you how awesome it's been just sitting here listening to you talk. And yeah. Listeners, I think I did a pretty good job of just letting the guests speak. I've been getting <laughs> a lot of emails saying, you know, through, through, shut the, up. They've yeah, been through, you shut through up. the years, you know. Yeah. Just shut up, dude. Just no, shut, seriously, shut up. Let them talk. Um, I don't think I interrupted you too many times. Today, no, you did great, man. I just want to say thanks, dude. Yeah, we'll have to do this more often. Love you, bro. I do and miss the show. Thanks. I miss having you on every single week, man. Uh, but uh, thanks again. Listeners, thanks again for being that loyal listener and letting us entertain that space between your ears. Thanks, as always, listening to the Mousecapades podcast. I, I'm going to challenge you right now, listeners. You know you can always listen to us on iTunes. You can look us up on Facebook. But you can also listen or look us up on Instagram. I'm going to challenge you right now. As you're listening to this, even if it's playing on your phone, it can run in the background. I want you to pull out your phone right now. Just go ahead and pull it out. Dave is actually pulling his out. Pull my phone out right That's, now. Pull my phone out, Nick. phone out, people. Pull my phone out, Nick. <laughs> I want you to subscribe to our Instagram account. Now, there there is two. Okay, there are two Instagram accounts. One's Mousecapades Podcast. One is Mousecapades underscore podcast. Ooh. And the Mousecapades Podcast one, you can subscribe to both, is the one that Dave and I both uploaded pictures to, right? Yeah. We, we, we both uploaded pictures of that one. But... The one that has the majority of the pictures, and it's under my account, really, it's just my account, it's Mousecapades underscore podcast. I want you to subscribe to that right now. Right now. And, uh, matter of fact, uh, the next person to like my photo, and it looks like I have a photo of, let's see, oh, dude, check this out. Well, here, we'll, we'll do, let's do this. We're gonna, we're going to, uh, I'll, I'll put my video on there, the one of uh, surprising me up. And the first person, uh, first what, person to like that. Oh, which one? No, this is, this is like my account. I want to subscribe to this one. All right. The Mouse Cafe underscore on. podcast. I got the email with the video. I'll do it. Oh, okay. All right. Anywho. So, <laughs> subscribe, listeners. We want more followers. We want you to We want you to know what we're doing, what we're up to. I want to hear and, what you're going to do for me. They like it. If we, if we like it. You ready? Dave is going to get you. No, no, listener Mike is going to send you a pair of Mickey ears, right? <laughs> his name's not even Mike. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, by the way, thanks again, Tim, oh, for Tim. sending that stuff right, off. Tim. Appreciate it. So go to our Instagram account. Go ahead and like all of our pictures. Mousecapades underscore podcast. We also have another one, just Mousecapades podcast. Go ahead and like all the photos you want. Listen to us on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook. You can also listen to us on, uh, what is it, Podcast Attic. And follow us on Twitter. Thanks again, listeners, for listening to the number one podcast entertains that space between your ears. The Mouse Fades Podcast. Hey, Dave, I think it's about that time. All right. Peace. Peace. Have a magical day, my friends. Listening to the Mouse Pad Power Pack.